Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode 58. I firstly have to give you guys a huge sorry for being absent for the last week and a bit. Easter got me good. Um, The weekend of Easter, we were in isolation and I had just not long been back from India and there was so many changes going on. And truth be told, I had not had a bank of podcasts recorded for you guys. I was not ready for it. And I had one of those weeks that just absolutely threw me in every sense of the word. Um, Meanwhile, you know, we're dealing with COVID-19 at the moment where most of us are in isolation. Most of the time we, most of us have our children at home most of the time. And on top of that, a few weeks ago now, my dad got diagnosed with lymphoma and I've got to be honest, the, the weeks have just kind of melded into one at the moment. On top of that, I then also, well, we, we as a family were also moving house. A ton of you wanted to know why the heck we were moving again. And I've got to tell you guys, it intrigues me and I'm being really fucking honest, but it intrigues me why people care so much, um, about why we're moving again. But the amount of messages I got from people going, what's wrong? Why are you moving? What's going on now? Did something happen? I thought that was your dream home. All these things, um, it's really interesting because a lot of people don't seem to like moving. Um, for me and my hubby, we have moved a lot in, in the time we've been together. We've been married for 10 years, nearly 11, and we have been together for nearly 14 years. And we've probably moved about seven or eight times at minimum over that time. We've moved every couple of years, but we've also made interstate moves. And I definitely know that for myself and my hubby, we're people that just love change and that love excitement and that love following, um, following what we feel like doing when we want to do it. I'm big on how I want to feel and I'm big on what is right for me at the time. And so before I jump into today's business related podcast, I'll give you a bit of a background, but I figured I'd do it on here and then I don't need to just pop it up onto stories and, and it's here forever. If anybody wants to know why we moved house again. So I'll give you a brief background of the last few moves. So we used to live at the other end of the Gold Coast in an incredible property, which was on the water. And, um, it was phenomenal. Before that, we owned a home in Southport. And then what happened is we moved to this phenomenal property, um, not far from there. And it was beautiful. It's where we, it's where, um, 
Leo came into the world and it's, um, it's a home that has a lot of really nice memories, but it's also a home that has a lot of toxic memories in it due to some things that were going on with family and, um, and just a few things that were happening for us as, as a family in our relationship. So we, you know, as, as per normal, we all have ups and downs. And so that home served its, its, um, its time. A couple of things I'm really grateful from that home are some of the friendships that I made, um, from Scarlet school in that time. And for so many beautiful water skiing days and things like that. But for me personally, I didn't love the suburb. I didn't love, it was a very sleepy suburb and there was, there was a lot of low socioeconomic, um, pockets around that area to the point where, to be honest, um, sometimes I would even feel a little bit unsafe. So it was like we were living right close to this kind of, I would, I would class it as a slightly unsafe area. And I just never found myself leaving the home to get active. So we made the move to Burley. And when we lived in Burley, it was a completely different feel. So I got my beach walks every morning because we lived not far from the beach. But the home itself had something I would say wrong with it. And if you want to hear more about that, scroll back and I'm going to guess, oh gosh, why am I guessing this? I believe it's episode around 36 or 33, but I had a interview with um, Pete, my friend, and he runs a business and provides a service um, called the Wellness Property Doctor. Basically what he does is he evaluates the property that you live on. And it's far too complex for me to speak on, but the crux of it was, is that as nice as the home was, there were a couple of things that were missing. And I know that some of you that are listening may think, gosh, Jess really overthinks this, um, this home stuff. But for me, it isn't, it isn't a strange thing to be at home most of the week. I've worked from home and so has my husband apart from when he goes and does his weddings, but we've predominantly had office at home, uh, worked from home. I have now for, Ooh, my gosh, it's making me feel old, but like 18 years. So since I was about, well, I'm 36 now. Yeah. So since I was about 17 or 18 years old, I've had a home-based office of some sort and full-time I've worked from home for around 14 years, which is pretty crazy. And so for me, my home has always got to be a haven and it's always, I've always got to make sure that I feel really energetically connected to the home. And so the home in Burley, we knew was not right. We knew that something was off about it. Case in point, the one next door, which was identical, couldn't sell for, for over a year, uh, maybe in a year and a half, two years. So there was something wrong in that property for us. Now, when I speak to Pete about this stuff, I always, I'm always reminded of this because he even spoke to me last week about my dad and with my dad's health and, you know, he was assessing the property that they live in. And this isn't to say you have to keep moving, but you can have your property energetically cleared. You can have the underground streams and the ghosties and all the things that, that can attach and that can be present in the property looked at by someone like Pete. And it can, it can improve the chances of recovery, of healing and people can actually live in homes for so long and feel a really big sense of depression, um, 
of tiredness of so many different things. And for us in that property, it was, it was an, it was a period in our life for me and my, my partner, my husband, Ryan, where we were not doing well, where there was a lot of really negative energy flowing and it just seemed to get worse and worse and worse. I'm not one to blame a property, but I definitely felt as though there was a big, big shift when we moved there. I loved the beach walks. The house was new. It was fine. There was nothing wrong with it, but there wasn't anything incredibly right with it. And we were paying huge rent for it as well because it was in the middle of Burley. So then we decided that we were going to look for something different. And we toyed and tossed up all of the options. And at this point, I should just let you guys know, because I know that a ton of you are curious about this stuff. For us at the moment, we rent. The reason that we do that is because we have investment property strategies that are actually happening behind the scenes. So a lot of people are kind of like, why don't you just buy a house and stay there? Um, for us, because we run two businesses from home, it's more beneficial for us to be able to live from a place that isn't an asset and I'm not an accountant, so I cannot advise you on these things, but for us, it works really well. And yes, one day we will build the dream home and all those things will happen. Um, but I must really be clear that for me, it's, it's never about the home. It's always about the energy within the home. It's about the way you show up with your family. It's about the way the, the flow that that's available within a home. So anyway, we were toying up lots of ideas when we wanted to move from Burley and we had to break our lease to move. So originally we were meant to be there for a couple of years and we only lasted seven months and we wanted out seven or eight months. So we decided we wanted out. And then we found this property in Corumban. And at this point, both myself and my, my husband's businesses were thriving and we always find that applying pressure is something that works really well for us. So we up-leveled and we went to the, you know, three houses from the beach home. And it was an incredible, incredible six months. But when we signed the lease there, the guy who owned the property was very particular about how the property was looked after. And so needless to say, we, um, we were, well, not needless to say, but we ended up getting put onto a six month probationary lease there. So we wanted to sign for two years and he only wanted us there for six months so he could make sure we were the right fit. Turns out we definitely were the right fit. I'm sure. Um, in terms of the fact that we looked after the property as if it was our own, so put the offer up for us to extend our lease for another year and a half. And we respectfully declined because at this point in time, I was over in India and we had to make the decision on whether we would stay there or whether we would move on. And there were some serious shifts in my mentality when I was in India. I did a full podcast on this and the shifts that came from India were quite profound, but, and it, it sounds so cliche, but it, it's, unless you experience it for yourself, it's really hard to understand. I, well, I actually spent some really good quality time with some people in our group. And one of them is a, is a man who is an investor and who has done, you know, investment property purchasing and has a, had a really long-term vision for freedom financially for a long time. And I got some really beautiful advice. And on top of that, 
I looked at the home we were living in and as beautiful as it was to have panoramic views of the ocean from our bedroom and a walk-in wardrobe that was bigger than some people's bedrooms, as beautiful as all of that was, the expansive space was phenomenal. I felt somewhat guilty. I got to the point in that home where I was feeling like I needed to have live-in staff or something like, it was just so fucking big. We had a whole bottom level, which never got used. Like sometimes the toilet got used, but there was a bedroom, a lounge room. And I started to think maybe I need to get someone in to rent the bottom level or, um, like I said, have a staff member that worked for us, live with us so we could just all work away every day. But it was, it was just that it was truth be told. It was, it was too big for us, for our little family. If the kids were teenagers, it would have been phenomenal. But the thing is, is that I always believe in things being, I never believe that we're challenged. I always believe in things just being absolutely perfect. And they were, they were absolutely perfect because we, I got home from India and I was two days short of being told to quarantine because of my travels. I did end up doing a self quarantine as such, because I felt responsible to do so. But, um, it was an amazing gift that, that our landlord at the time did not want to give us the two years in advance and that he had given us the six month option, which at the time I didn't want. And I said, there's no fucking way I want to move after six months. That's going to be a nightmare. This house is huge. It's going to cost more removalist fees, more bond, blah, blah, blah but it's been the most beautiful gift. Um, we've been now at our new home since Friday. Um, so just for a couple of days and, um, and there's been a huge shift in energy, but more importantly, Ryan and myself are now back sharing an office, which is quite funny to me because I was, I was in this, um, in this business building mode where I was like, no way am I sharing an office ever again. He's a snotty boy with his snotty boy things and I need my pretty office. So it's really funny because we're sitting in this office and it's like half beautiful and girly and half like manly as fuck. Um, but I really don't mind it. Uh, we'll see how long it lasts. I'm sure it'll last (laughs) and we'll thrive. But, um, but it's been beautiful, even just a couple of days working, sitting, sitting back next to my hubby and really thoroughly enjoying that time being closer. And that's one thing that I really learned and that I really had a realization of when I got back from India was that I wanted to be closer to the people I loved and I needed to be. And the things that I perceived were important had to shift. And so the last five, five weeks or so since being back, I've been cultivating a state of happiness by choice and happiness without expectation. I've been reading the untethered soul. If you haven't read it, I highly suggest you do. Um, and you know, we do choose the suffering in our life. We do choose how to show, how we show up. And most importantly is that one of the biggest takeaways that I've received is that to live spiritually really means is that really makes, let me start that again. One of my biggest lessons through India and through coming back and through lots of change is that along my spiritual journey, I've realized that living spiritually means that we don't participate in problems because we 
choose to perceive there are no problems. So instead of, um, you know, allowing things to upset you, you allow them to become dynamite towards your spiritual growth. You allow them to become that fuel that goes, wow, these challenges being put here to help me realize that happiness, unconditional happiness is an ever present choice. It's never, ever anything but a choice. Unconditional happiness is a ever present choice in your life. So when you make that decision to fully be happy, and when you make that wholeheartedly, I will be happy no matter what. I will not use an event to determine my happiness, right? So I could have easily used the event of my dad having lymphoma as a determination of my happiness levels. Yes, I'm upset. Yes, I'm disappointed and sad and fearful of things. But as someone who values their spirituality and who's done so much work, I know that this is a part of life and it doesn't take cause me to go off track or it doesn't cause me to lose my ability to experience unconditional happiness every single day. Um, the question I always ask myself is, am I willing to lose or give up on my happiness because of an event? So with the move, with my dad being unwell, these are all things that we I could have easily used as reasons not to be happy. But instead, as I grow myself spiritually, I have this realization that I choose happiness no matter what, under all circumstances. And there is this freeing level of growth that I have right now. Um, it's so interesting because the more and more I grow and the more that I realize how fucking in tune I've become, not to toot my own horn, but I'm actually going to today because I've put in so much work and it's been years and years of it. But the more hyper aware I am of the, the amount of negativity and complaining that exists. I'm like, for fuck sake, some days, like you receive messages from people that you know, going, oh, well, this is happening and that's happening. And yes, we're all allowed to have a bitch and a moan. Um, and yes, I get it. But man, I'm telling you guys, you need to push forward cultivating this unconditional happiness because other people, I, I'm getting messages last week going, oh, it must be so stressful to move. And a lot of positive ones. You're a wonder woman. You're amazing. Well done. Looks like you're handling everything really well. Um, not to mention, I nearly freaking killed myself on the weekend. And by that, I mean, literally, um, in my five mem five people membership portal, I actually spoke about it this week. I did a training on how to cope so every Monday I do a masterclass on how to cope, um, with, well, every, sorry, Jess breathe every Monday. I do a masterclass within my five people membership portal. And this week's one was all about how to cope with parenting in isolation, how to cope with relationships in isolation, how to cope with homeschooling in isolation. And, um, and I've completely lost the train of thought. Oh yeah. So I was sharing in there about this, um, I, let's call it a near-death experience. It sounds a bit dramatic. Um, it was more like a not near-death, but felt like it was at the time near-death experience. So I literally, you know, I, I managed a lot over the last week or two. Um, and I did get a lot of positive feedback from people, but 
I have been realizing that there is just so much an insane amount of negativity floating around in, on the planet at the moment. Um, you know, within different circles, with colleagues, with people I work alongside, with, with people around me. And it's, it's something that I feel so proud to be able to say that I've really cultivated is just that happiness is an absolute choice for me. And I don't say that lightly guys. Now I'm going to be so real and honest and raw with you guys today. And I am going to share some things that may surprise you. And the reason I'm going to share those with you is because it's important for you to know that while we may not all be experiencing the exact same things throughout COVID, um, throughout isolation, we are all experiencing huge challenge and it is your absolute decision and your absolute choice as to how you choose to show up right now. Nobody else will do it for you. Nobody else will come to save you. There is nothing that will benefit you more greatly than choosing to see every single challenge as an opportunity. And that is with or without the virus, right? So I wanted to talk to you guys today about business. If you guys don't know, I'm a business coach. I coach people on how to grow their businesses, how to grow every part of their business um, from the ground up. Now, yes, I help people with strategy on social media. I help people with things like that. Um, I help people with branding. I help people with message, all those lovely things. But more importantly, and deep down, I help people with strategic planning, with business planning, with understanding how to profit, how to set up a business in terms of making sure you're managing the money you have wisely, how to create viable business. I hate it when I see claims like I've just helped someone earn all this money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I hope they know what the fuck they're doing with it. So I do serious deep down business coaching and I help people really transform their businesses on a long-term basis. I help people have a bigger vision for life and I help people move past the mindset issues that they're dealing with that are stopping them from having the business and the successful thriving business that they desire. So we have, I've been doing this for quite some time now and a lot of people don't realize that I do long-term business coaching. I also do one-off business coaching calls. So anyone who wants like an audit can actually come to me and have that too. Now at this point in time, there are a ton of businesses that are not having an easy time because of COVID and because of isolation and because of all of this huge dramatic shift within the world. And this world, this word has been going around. Now we always love a catchword, right? We love trigger. Everyone loves the word trigger. So now we've got the pivot word pivot now or forever hold your peace is kind of what I was thinking this should be called pivot now or forever hold your peace. Um, there was so much noise at the beginning of all of this in Australia of people going, oh my gosh, you can't sell your services right now. It feels uncomfortable to get out there and to sell and to talk to people about our products or our coaching services or whatever it may be. Um, there were people that hid that scrambled, that realized people were not going to pay invoices that realized people were going to stop using your services. And there was a lot of stress. 
What ended up happening from that is there were, there were two ways of thinking. Number one was I'm going to do the pity party. I'm going to do that. Actually, there was probably three. So there was the first one, which was, I'm going to do the pity party. I'm going to whinge and re and, you know, go on about not having any income and all that jazz. The second one was the desperation move. So there was the fight or flight. And I saw it happen in so many businesses where there was sales, 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 like 50% off clothing, low, um, you know, fees to sign up to things, discounts of products, discount, 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 discount. Right. And that was, that's in my opinion was the fight or flight mode. And I know that a lot of coaches did it. And my opinion was, it was not the way to go. Um, because long-term you need to be clear and graceful and calm and certain with the direction you're taking your business. And you shouldn't ever have to waver because of something so fickle as this virus. You should be able to stay strong within knowing your self-worth. Um, the thing is though, is that there is a lot of pivots that had to happen as a result, not necessarily discounts, but pivots right now. I mean, I can't talk to every industry because it would be way too hard to do in one podcast, but as a whole, everyone needed to pivot. And for us, my husband is a wedding photographer in Sydney. And so he basically got told there's a likelihood that you're not doing weddings for the next year, for the rest of 2020, because most of his weddings are over 500 people. They're big. They're in New South Wales. He would have to cross the border. And, and to be honest, it would also be risking his own health to go and do those weddings. So there was many cancellations or reschedules within his business, which meant that our, the income from that side of the business dropped dramatically, probably to around 90%, which is a big drop, right? And then within my business, there was, there was a momentary drop. The reason for that was because people freaked out. So people were like, I don't know if I'm going to earn money. So I'm going to stop paying your bills. I'm going to stop paying the commitments I've got to you. I'm going to cancel out of things. Um, and you know what? I'm not going to actually invest in myself. I'm going to get fucking scared. And instead I'm going to go buy shit tons of wine and I'm going to go online shop to make me feel better. Or I don't know what people were doing to be honest, but I definitely know that the level of alcohol and takeaway food and shit like that went up dramatically. I saw graphs and um, reports around it. And so people went into this whole like scared shitless mode. Some of my clients included, um, but a lot of my clients didn't. A lot of my clients were just so thankful and grateful that they had me during this time and knew that the decision they'd made prior to this happening was a really good one. The decision they'd made to invest in themselves. And the same goes for me. I invested in a, well, a third coach just before I left for India and not, well, maybe once for half a second, I thought, Oh, was it a good idea to invest tens of thousands of dollars into someone right now? And then 
that split second ended and I reminded myself of how intelligent I was for making decisions based on my long-term future instead of decisions based on my short-term gain. And so what happened for me is yes, there was a dip. There was a big dip in income for a momentary, for a space and time. But now what I'm seeing is because of my continual ability to show up and because of my continual ability to help people feel safe at this time and help people pivot and help people understand business better and help people see through this potential challenge and see it as an incredible opportunity. Because of that, not only am I now able to say that every week I'm booking new clients, every single week I'm booking new one-offs, I'm booking people into my events for the future, I'm securing people who are wanting to work with me on six to 12 month basis. I can not only say that, but I can say that it is hugely, hugely rewarding and, and rewarding both, both emotionally and financially when you know your worth and when you know that your exchange of energy is equal to what you get in return. And I hope you understand what I'm saying there. So if you're a business owner, if you own any sort of a business, and I know that I did a poll last week and 80% of the women who follow me over on Instagram are business owners. So I'm assuming that you guys have online businesses. You are probably similar to me. You may have done previous work with network marketing. You may are, you may be a coach. You may be a personal trainer. You may be in marketing or sales. You may own a shop. You may have a product. You may be in retail, but there are a lot of people within my space and who, who follow along with me that, that work in those areas or work in holistic health or work in an area that has to do with really heart centered business. And if you are one of those people, I want to ask you a couple of questions. One of them is, what do you feel you could have done differently? Or what do you feel you can do differently this week to change how your business looks? Because the truth is, if you feel you have a problem now within your business, that problem already existed previous to isolation. It existed previous to COVID-19 being anything, being a thing. The problem existed prior. The issue was, was that you hadn't addressed that problem prior. So now it has been escalated. I hope that's making sense for you guys. So the businesses that had to shut down and that may go under, the problem existed prior because you hadn't saved enough in your viability account in order to know that you had a thriving business. The business that didn't get any, any orders, the business that didn't book any new clients, the business that didn't have strategy will be sure to, well, you, you, you have to understand that the reason that happened was because COVID was put here to show us through the dust and the clouds and the fog. You're here to see things more clearly now. I'm allowing that path to open up. So please hear that again. So COVID was here to tell us you're seeing things more clearly now. 
You're able to open up new parts. I've allowed that for you. All of this isolation and quarantine and all of this, I have gifted you so that you can pivot your business now, so that you can be smarter, so that you can finally realize that if you have a business that's not earning you incredible incredible amounts of income that impact your family, that assist with your future. If you're not running one of those businesses, if you don't have multiple streams of income or long-term plan on how you are building that, then you need to reassess and you need to do that fast. You need to reassess fast. This is the time to be doing it guys. This is not the time for Netflix and chill. This is the time to be pivoting. Now I'm going to give you something today that I may not be able to hundred percent explain, but if you guys find this interesting, useful, please, please come over and tell me, please leave a review for God's sakes. Um, every time I ask, I'm like, where are the reviews going? Um, probably because I keep forgetting to post my podcast. So I'm going to put my hand up there, but also share on your social media if this has helped you because when I speak with people one-on-one and I help them at a base level and I talk to them about what's going on for their business, there is always going to be a block that will come up that we will inevitably uncover that will help them move from where they are right now to a different position, to a position where they're saying yes to clients, where they're saying yes to income, where they're saying, I'm organized enough. I'm disciplined enough. I know what time management looks like. And now I'm stepping up and I'm shining. And that's what I really want for everybody. I want to share that knowledge. So if you in any way, shape or form, have thought, fuck, I need to pivot. What the fuck does pivot mean? How do I pivot when my, when my business is set up a certain way? What am I missing? Where is that missing link? What is it right now that I could do to make sure that in six months and 12 months, my business number one still exists, but number two has tripled in income is thriving because that's where you can be. I promise you. I do it with people all the time. I watch my ex-clients and my current clients thrive. The ones that put in the work and the ones that get out of their own way, they thrive. I want that for everybody. So the number one thing I want you guys to do, if you are looking at your business right now and you are like, I need to pivot, I need to pivot. What the fuck does pivot mean? How the heck do I do that? I want you to get a big piece of paper and I want you to start mapping out what would be the start of a business plan? I want you to start looking at you at the top. That's you. What's your name? What's your business name? What's the, what are the services you provide? What do you provide a solution for? And then I want you to draw three squares underneath that. And then underneath that, I want six squares. And I want you to then map out all the different ways people can connect with you, can learn about you, can buy something off you. If you have one, then you're in trouble. I want you to at least have nine different ways that people can hear about you, connect with you, be looked after by you, be nurtured by you. I want to know what you have to offer this world. And I want to see it clearly. I want to see the price points that you'd like to be able to to sell to people at, because this is what I teach people. I teach people how to 
strategize and how to build out their business. I teach people how to create solid business plans if they need them. I teach people how to understand what profit looks like. I teach people how to close sales and how to present to people and how to show up on social media. But if you want to show up and you don't know what you're selling, you don't know how people can connect with you, you don't have a crystal clear tunnel vision, laser focused plan, then you are fucked and you will not run a successful business long-term. I'm just telling you the truth. People said to me, wow, good pivot doing that seven, that um, $7 a week membership. I'm like, that wasn't a pivot guys. That's been in the plans for months, almost a year. That's been in the plan. It was a slight pivot because now I'm providing information based on what we're going through at the moment, on the challenges we're facing right now. But do you think I would have been able to come up with that out of thin air and and just come up with it and poof, it's there? Of course not. There was always a huge plan. There was always a long-term strategy. And that is my biggest advice for you. The pivot you need to be making is you, number one, you need to be servicing people and meeting them where they're at right now. But number two, you need to have a vision and a plan and a strategy that goes far beyond 2020. And if you do not know what you offer, if you can't clearly tell people what it is you offer, how much it is, and if you don't know that there are five to six, five to eight different ways that someone can purchase from you and come to you and spend with you and learn from you and enjoy your product, then you need to rethink it. And then if you don't have a plan on how you manage that income you're bringing in, if you don't have a plan on how much you want to earn and you're just like, I'm just going to keep paying these fucking bills. I'm just going to keep getting this electricity bill paid off. I'm just going to keep buying shit online. Then trust me, When you wake up and you're in your 40s and 50s, you are going to be so fucking sorry because you need to be focused on this stuff now. You need to understand that what you do today, the seriousness within your business today will impact your whole future. You need to stop thinking that someone's going to save you because they won't. Not even if you're in a relationship your partner isn't there to save you. You're there to fucking save yourself. Don't rely on someone else's income. Don't rely on that. If you're a business owner, step up to the plate and go, where do I take responsibility and how much responsibility am I willing to take? Because trust me, if you were told that someone you knew was unwell, if you were told that your child was unwell, if you were told that you had to go and get some special treatment to save a life of someone you loved, would you know how to earn income? Of course you would. Would you figure out a way? Of course you would. This is just like the virus, guys. It's been put here to apply pressure. So you take the pressure and you fucking run with it and you choose happiness. You choose unconditional happiness and you go, you know what? I'm happy this has happened. I'm so grateful for this huge challenge. I can't wait to do the hard work right now. The work that is going to mean I might need three to four coffees a day. The work that is going to mean I'm going to be tired, but trust me, you don't want to be tired in your retirement 
when you have time, when you have grandchildren. You don't want to be tired in those stages of your life. You want to be tired right now. Instead of scrolling and wasting time, you want to be tired now. Or you could be inspired. That's the way I see it. And I'm always inspired. I'm inspired to be up every morning. I'm inspired to show up. I'm inspired to do the hard work, do the things I don't want to do. I'm inspired for that stuff because I have a huge vision. So I want to know if you guys do this, I would love for you to share it with me or post it, even privately message me over on Instagram and tell me what you're up to. Because the more people that take action, the more it means that you guys are going to be okay. The more it means that your businesses will survive. The more it means that these changes aren't changes that are going to detriment us. I want that for you guys. And I sincerely hope you do it. So know what you offer, know what your price points are, have those five to eight different ways that you can reach your market, be clear on the strategies, be clear on how you need to show up every day and follow through with it. 1000%. And don't come back to me in a month and say, Jess, I still didn't earn any money because trust me, things are rapidly changing right now. And you think that we're going to be in isolation for another five weeks or so. You think that we're not going to be go out for another six months, whatever you think will be true. And so if you believe that there is a ton of money out there, if you know without a doubt, and I do, there are plenty of people with plenty of money. There are plenty of people that want to do better for themselves right now. You're included in this. You guys are here raising your level of consciousness. You guys are here wanting to learn, get better. You want to invest in yourself. You want to spend time. You want to spend money and you want to grow and evolve. You don't want to come out the other end of this and go, oh, they shut down isolation. Oh shit. Now I've got to take responsibility for that business. I fucking swept under the rug when they decided that COVID was a thing. And when they told us all to stay home. You do not want to be one of the people that regret this later because you haven't worked hard enough right now. You want to be one of the people that said, I was in the trenches. I did the 12 to 14 hour days and I fucking changed my life as a result. Trust me. I want people like that. I want the success stories because I know they're out there. I can see them popping up all around me every single day with the clients I'm working with. So be clear on what you offer. Take the time to do that. Start writing a business plan. Ask yourself, what problem am I solving for people? And how can I meet people where they are at? I'm going to leave this on a note and I hope that this helps somebody. It may or may not, but I've told people this idea before, but clearly no one has listened and no one, no one that I've told owns a cafe. But this surprises me, right? Pivot. Let's talk about pivoting for a minute. A lot of the cafes have shut down and a lot of them are reopening. Now, obviously I don't go to every cafe in the world, but I'm surprised that I don't see more cafes selling immune boosting tonics right now. I don't understand why they're not selling like ginger shots and things like that at the front alongside coffee. I don't get it. It's a pivot move, guys. What problem are you trying to solve? How are you helping your clients, your customers spend more money with you and be happier and healthier and more well? Ask yourselves these questions and start to take the dramatic changes today that you know you should be. Stop hiding behind fear. 
because fear is like sitting on a fucking rocking chair going nowhere. It's a useless thing to do. You have to get past fear. You have to move. You have to take action. And I highly suggest you do it now because I would hate to get a message from someone in six months or a year and say, I was one of those people that listened to this podcast and ignored it. Take action, share what you're up to, repost this, this podcast, let people know, let business owners know that there's some decent, easy to follow information out there right here free for you. And next week, I don't know what's going to come, but I cannot wait to come back. I'm so, I missed you guys so much week and a half off. I did. I hope that your business thrives for you. I hope that you know how worthy you are of having it thrive. I hope that you know that you are 1000% capable of making your business what you want it to be. Big love to you guys. Have a gorgeous week ahead. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.